Welcome to the Creative Brew, helping you keep your creative juices brewing. We're giving out chunks of insight, motivation, and practicality for your creative journey. Welcome to a new episode of the Creative Brew, giving you insights on your creative journey. This episode is brought to you by Panels, Comics, and Coffee Bar here in Oceanside, California. Um, here in beautiful Oceanside, California, right off of Mission Avenue. Um, I said right now, currently closed, but they've been a great partner for the for the Creative Brew, and you can check them out at panelscoffee.com and see what things they've got going on. Um, hopefully, they'll be open here in the next month or so, but um, definitely want to give a shout out to uh, one of my partners. Uh, another one is AstroPad, and actually converts your uh, iPad Pro, if you're a digital illustrator like me, uh, right into, um, it turns, turns your iPad Pro into a graphics tablet. And um, so yeah, it's a, a great asset for uh, you know creating a, a digital uh, workspace, and especially if you're remote, this is a, a perfect uh, asset for your uh, creative lifestyle. So you can go to AstroPad app on Instagram, or you can go to AstroPad.com and check out more information about them. Uh, today we have a a very talented uh, artist, and probably one of the the best. I'm gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and say one probably one of the best tattoo artists that I've seen. Um, in a while, uh, Reese Hilburn. Um, so uh, she's like I said, got a, a huge Instagram following. Got a uh, a, a great um, practice going on right now, and I believe you're in education too as well, teaching uh, other tattoo artists, you know, how to build up their, you know, their following as well as you know branding and and, and other things. But you can talk about that um, in our in our episode. But um, I'll I'll let you uh, go ahead and go with it. Tell your tell who you are and your uh, your story. Awesome. Uh, well, thanks for having me. I have been meaning to be on this uh, podcast for a while, ever since I heard about Creative Bruce, so I'm really stoked to be here. Uh, my name is Reese Hilburn. I am a tattoo artist of seven years. I work out of a private studio in Carlsbad, California, and actually, um, the way I got started is kind of different than most people. I went to school for business and finance and uh, graduated, went straight into corporate as an accountant, and then in that accounting job, we, as a company morale uh, situation, what we ended up doing was doing a wine and paint night together in order to like build company morale and everything. And that actually, I was 22, almost 23, and I found out I could paint. So I didn't know, I never drew before then. I never drew when I was a child. It was never something that I wanted to do. And then when I found that out, I quit my job cold turkey, went back to school for fine art, and then now I'm here. So, yeah. Wow. That, you know, you're, you're probably the third or fourth person that I have uh, speaking to that has had somewhat of a uh, creative uh, ability, but they went into finance first, uh, <laughs> feeling like that was a little bit more stable, and then felt felt like they, I guess, at whatever conjunction in their life, they just didn't want to do that anymore. Uh, right. for whatever reason and went back to the thing that they love so it's sort of amazing how um and I, I think that might be the you might be able to go a little bit more into that as far as a uh the, the mindset now as far as being an artist as well as being a, a business person and sort of balancing that out but um what was the uh you know the sort of like the crux point that decision to feel like okay i'm like this isn't making me happy anymore and how did you switch right over into um painting or what when was that decision where where you felt like okay i'm going right back i'm going back to school doing the thing that I, I know i'm good at um what was that decision i think to be honest it was i you know i'm i'm definitely the kind of person that if 
I feel it, if I can dream it, I'm going to do it. And I, I'm definitely a doer. I take a lot of action. Um, I've been, I, I get that from my mother. She's um, Filipinas, you know, straight from the Philippines, came here not knowing English and then getting her master's degree while working full time. Like she's, wow. she's a killer. So I get that mentality, that hard work mentality from her. But actually I went into finance because um, in my whole family, my mom's one of 16, we're all either nurses or accountants. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, it, Filipina, it's very stereotypical. It, yeah, I was gonna say, if you don't know that, like my, my wife, she's, uh, she's in the healthcare and a lot of Filipinos work you know, under, with her. And yeah. yeah, a lot of them are, are in nurses, they're in the home health and things like that. So yeah, I get that now, you know, like you don't, if you're, if you don't understand that culture, and you, I mean, it's, you it's go really in. inside, you know, you're either a nurse or you're something, something stable like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, so for me, it was like, you know, it was always ingrained into my brain to get a stable job, get a stable job, get a stable job. And I, my whole dream in high school and in college, I was like, I want a desk job. And I love numbers because numbers never lie. It's black or white. And I was very good at that. I actually really loved being an accountant. I did. I loved numbers. It was wonderful. I loved my job. And it was funny. I was always trying to find my purpose in life or find a hobby that I really loved. And I went into like dance and rock climbing. I went to ballroom dancing though. That's like during my accounting job. And uh, But then I, we did this wine and paint night and it took me over. It was just something inside of me that I sold my very first painting for a substantial amount of money that I never thought I've never made that much money on a piece of art ever since that, like on, on like a painting anyway. And, um, and so I was just like, wow, I can, that was like the, that feeling where I knew I could do it. I was like, wow, I sold a painting like this, this must be, I can do this, you know? And so I knew I'm a, I'm a, cold turkey kind of gal like I just need to just go into something full force like not halfway and so it forces me to work harder um into it and that kind of thing in order to achieve what I want to achieve and I I knew I could always fall back on finance but I just as like a backup to tell other people around me like my parents and like hey just let me try but in my mind I knew I was never going back I was gonna make it work yeah yeah Yeah, I think that sometimes that can be the, the, the scary thing, especially uh, for people that's in the creative field is figuring out how do you, you know, make a, a living out of it. Uh, and that can be scary because I know there's a lot of creatives out there. There's a lot of creators that, you know, they, they've got all these abilities, but they don't know how to make it work. Uh, so what was, you know, after you sold that first painting, what was, how did you, how did you even transition into uh, like tattoo art? Well, I actually was a I, I've been really fortunate because when I started getting tattooed, I was always obsessed with the tattoo culture before I even got into college. And so I was already pretty heavily tattooed, you know, already sleeves and things like that. And, um, but I never thought I could tattoo. I just loved the culture of being tattooed. It was kind of felt like, you know, my armor. I felt, I felt uh, like unique and an individual at the time, you know, when you're young and your teens and into your 20s, you're always trying to identify yourself and or find yourself. And I think that this is where I found myself in. But as I was doing art, I realized I really, really was like, that is, I knew that tattoos were where you could do art and make quite a living. Mm-hmm. And I knew, um, and that's where that, and I was already obsessed with the culture, but that's where I knew I was like, you know what, if I never imagined myself being 
you know, I don't want to say like the poor artist or like the starving artist or something. I just knew that I was like, I'm going to make this like successful. And I knew the avenue to get there was tattoos because I knew how much I had invested in my own tattoos and how much I was like, wow, that's, it's a really amazing avenue. I'm already obsessed with the culture. Why not try? So that's kind of my mentality behind it was that let's just go for it and try it out. It was really hard to get into the tattoo industry though, as a female and just in general, but, um, but I, I made it in. So it's all that matters. <laughs> oh, really? I, I, so the, the barrier for, for female, um, tattoo artists is a little bit harder, you would say, than male tattoo artists? I'd say so. Um, so seven years ago. Now, nowadays, with social media and online and things like that, you know, you have so many people being able to be inspired by others because we're able to showcase our person, like our unique styles and things like that. But uh, seven, even just seven years ago, um, I would get like the funniest comments as to the reasons why they didn't want me in the shop. It would be like, well, our wives would be jealous if you were here. Our, you know, girls don't know how to tattoo, like really childish elementary style, you know, bullying. And over, I just didn't give up. I almost did. I mean, I, there was, it was three years of me trying and I was like, all right, I, I don't know if I, cause I tried teaching myself and there was, it's just no way. You can't teach yourself how to tattoo properly. And I just didn't feel comfortable utilizing real humans to practice on. So I, I just, I couldn't do it. And I was like, I, if I don't get an apprenticeship, I need an apprenticeship. I need someone to teach me, mentor me, and then I can go ahead and, you know, build myself up. But it was definitely harder. I just, I think it's a, a boy, it's a boys club. They just wanted to keep, they wanted to stay a boys club. Nowadays, it's so much more open. Like the guys are starting to realize that we're a force to be reckoned with and they actually really appreciate it. So I, I get a lot of, um, I have a really cool, group core group of really talented artists that I get to be around all the time that really help me be more creative so yeah I think it's uh I always feel like it's more it's always good to have especially if you're a creator to have that that little support system of other uh artists that's gonna you know give you feedback or you know help support you because I mean you know I I know personally I've been going at it for you know uh 11 plus years now just in the design field and uh, you know, obviously, you know, building um, my own, you know, personal brands and some other things I got going. But um, it sometimes it can be a lonely road. Uh, yeah. And yes. One of those where you have to have that um, support system, those those people that's gonna um, that's gonna help sort of keep you up. Uh, and like I said, sometimes it can be you know uh, you know hard to you know to be inspired or to, to even get going some days. And you have to have those people that's gonna um, you know help help push you along. Uh, even when you're not at your uh, at your greatest, and uh, absolutely, I, so I think for, you know, for, for anyone, for any greater, um, you know, any, I guess anyone in general is just having that support system. Um, you just can't you can't do it alone. Um, right. For, for anyone that's that's you know really trying to pursue something they love, um, they gotta have uh, those people that's that's willing to to uh, support them and and sort of build them up, even when they can't sort of see what your you know what your vision is or what your goals are. Uh, you have to have those people that's gonna, you know, still help regardless. And, right, like the ride or die types. Yeah. You know, your your personal cheerleaders all yep. the time, and yep. the ones that call you out too. You know, I've I've been very very fortunate with that. Even um, as far as like artists go, but also realizing like how important it is like for my own like my tribe. Even though I don't, you know, I have very few people that I consider you know closest to me. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I just really feel that they uplift me and they challenge me in, in such great ways. You know, I have my artists here, you know, and I have my boyfriend, Logan, like he, he challenges me in crazy ways that I thinking outside the box of my creativity. And then it just kind of morphs into my job because he doesn't necessarily know exactly what I do on it, you know? So it's just, it, you know, it's different. He does something completely different. So it's just, yeah. it's really, really cool to have people like that in your life where they're just automatically supportive, but always like trying to challenge you, not just being supportive, just to be like, you know, you're always amazing and you'll never not be amazing. Like, no, maybe you should think about it this way. And even though you don't want to yeah. you like fight it, you're like, but you're right. Okay. Let me try. And I'll like, <laughs> you know, let my ego down a little and allow you to kind of let me see it in a different perspective. And I think that that's just awesome. And I think everybody needs to surround themselves with people like that, you know? Yeah. Um, so as far as your, uh, you know, even you going into the educational field, yeah. what, what, what made you, what was the, the first glimpses of that sort of building up that, that uh, online training and, and the things that you've got going on? What, uh, did, did people start approaching you and sort of asking that, like, how are you doing this? Or, you know, how, how did that even start? You know, it's so weird. So when I, I have always been obsessed with education. When I, when I had, like I told you, I almost gave up on the tattoo idea because it had taken me so long. So my backup plan for that was that I was already, had already been accepted to the University of Glasgow for my grad degree in fine art. And I was going to go and get my grad degree, become an art history teacher and an art, uh, like an art teacher and try and make my living doing art that way if I couldn't be a tattoo artist. But thankfully I was able to make it in the, the tattoo industry. Um, but so I'd always had in mind that I loved education. Now with tattooing, I've, I had been always asking like, how do nobody teaches you the tattoo, the business side of tattooing. And that's just, that's so much, that's like almost 60% of what we do. You know, yeah. our part is like 20%, you know, there's so much more stuff that we actually have to do. And especially now with so many people entering into the industry and you're just like, how do I how do I get seen out of a crowd? You know, how am I, how does my art look, how does, how do I become authentic online? You know, and I, I was always trying to brand myself in a certain, in a certain light that was very authentic to me, personable, but yet very businesslike as well. And, um, and so I, I experimented constantly and then I would, a little then and then the, the questions started coming where, oh, Reese, how are you growing a following so quickly? Or how are you doing this? And how are you doing that? And, um, a lot of times I had chalked it up to, well, you know, I don't know. And, or maybe it was because that one time I was on television and things like that. And then I realized I was like, you know, to be honest, how, like, and then I started really going into the numbers of it. And that's where like my business background started coming into play. And I started gathering like analytics and market research and case studies and things like that. And I started noticing a pattern. And then that's when I realized, I was like, well, I have something to offer and I love teaching people. And this is one side of the tattoo world that we, nobody teaches. Everybody teaches you how to tattoo, how to draw, yeah. but how do you sustain that when there's so many other people in this world that do the same thing you do? Like, how do you become unique in, in a world filled with so many, you know? And um, I think everybody, I, I truly believe that our success is inevitable for everybody. I think this world is completely abundant and that everybody if there's no competition in my mind it's not unless it's like healthy fun 
but not where, oh, this person is making more money than me kind of idea. And I, and I truly believe that by me giving this information out, just, I want people to realize that, that they can do it and that it's, it's all about being authentic and realizing in your mind, in your mindset, it's where your success, your success begins. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's a great tip. I mean, I said, I'm all for, um, you know, building your mindset and, and figuring out, um, I, I know some of the, the some of the things that, that's, you know, work with me. I mean, even trying to promote, um, you know, my brand and then all my other creative pursuits. Um, it's one of those where I've, uh, I've almost done like, um, created like a little mantra uh, for myself. And I told myself like, anytime, anytime I feel good, like I'll go, I'll meditate, go work out, do my journaling. And I told myself, every time I feel good, great things happen. Um, mm -hmm. And sure enough, I can get out of the gym and I'll have something pop up in my email or, you know, just like little random things that pop up um, because I've sort of created the energy to allow that to, uh, yeah. to why are things not working? And, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm pushing, pushing, pushing. And it's you're in the, in, the, in the mindset of feeling like you have to get something instead of, you know, radiating, you know, who you already are. Yes, and, yes, uh, yes. I totally agree with that. Um, so uh, I, I think once people sort of get that on the uh, on the the mental side of things, especially especially a lot of uh, creators, because they you know it, it's one of those. I mean, even personally for me, I mean, just it's been sort of pounded. You know, like you, you got to be a starving artist, or you know, all kind of little things like that. And um, uh, even in situations like this right now, uh, what's going on? I mean, there's a lot of people that's uh, that's been hit by um, by the by the virus and and uh, figuring out how to pivot in their business. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, figuring out how to, you know, promote themselves and, and get, gain more awareness. And I, I think, like I said, people like you are already sort of in the forefront of figuring out how to do that and, and teaching others how to do that as well. And uh, like I said, there's no really, um, no competition. You know, you, you get to definitely get your healthy comp comp competition with, with certain things. But, um, yeah, I mean, when you, you give that energy of, of uh, giving out uh, that information or giving out certain energy, it, things always come back to you. And, um, you know, I'm a big, uh, big believer in that. Um, so as far as, um, and, and even, even with your Instagram following, I know I've, I've looked on there, I've looked on your Instagram following. Well, first of all, you got some amazing art and, uh, you know, I, I said, I've been drawing, drawing for, you know, since I, since I was little. So, you know, I do a sort of a different style, but you know, anytime I see your artwork, I'm like, oh man, I need to, I need to work on some stuff. Um, but, um, uh, yeah, how did, I mean, as far as I know, you you were in the financial um, financial arena, and then you sort of switched into uh, you know into the uh, artistic creative side um, of of what you're doing now. Um, are you a, are you a believer into feeling like whatever you know things that's that's going on in your life? Um, I always feel like um, whatever situation you're in, that you're supposed to be there for that specific reason. And you sort of gain the little uh, nuggets of knowledge until you get to where you know you transition to another part of your life. Uh, do you feel like if you hadn't gone first into the accounting, that you wouldn't be where you are right now? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm a firm believer of that as well. I I'm realizing now. I had already noticed that like being in business and finance, how like logically that would be great for any entrepreneurial step in any direction that would be great for me knowing having that knowledge but i'm starting to realize like how much that knowledge and how much that drive into um it drives my newer you know my 
pivoting business of Inkspired Instagram and, you know, me teaching tattoo artists how to brand themselves on Instagram. It's like, it definitely works in there as well, because not only am I teaching my students confidence on social media and on being online and teaching them how to have like the correct mindset to attract the people that the, the right following that will, you know, come and pay for their clients. But I'm also teaching them the, just the tools, just like the functionality tools of it. And then teaching them even more on the business side, like even how do you speak to your clients? Like, and so I wouldn't have gathered all this information if I had already experienced that. And you know, what's so funny is that I even noticed it in my art that finance is so black and white and my style is realism and it's either it looks like the person or it doesn't. So it's very, like, I notice like I'm very analytical in my artwork as well. So I'm a printer when it comes to the way I, I um, process my tattoos. I, I go from bottom to top and it's the same thing like with numbers. You just, it's like an equation. I have it down pat. So um, I'm, I notice all these things that, you know, from, from even just like as a teenager mindset there and like how I'm morphing it here and even the businesses that I've been through, it's all coming together. And as I'm noticing like the, my direction and where I want to go and where I want to take, take this in the tattoo industry, it's, it's places I don't think the industry has seen yet. And I think I'm, I'm really excited and I see people buzzing about it. They're like, what is Reese up to right now? I think this, especially the situation right now, I, I think it's definitely uh, disrupting um, everything, especially in the creative industry. It is uh, disrupting every, uh, every known field uh, in some way or uh, fashion. And I think it's one of those where you have to learn how to innovate and pivot. I mean, for years, you know, a lot of tattoo artists, they're used to having their specific clients come in and, you know, they're getting word of mouth referrals and things like that. They're, they're allowing, like I said, um, they've got their place of business. So it's one of those where even before that, it's been pretty consistent for people. Now, everybody is sort of on that even playing field now. Right. You have to figure out, okay, how can you uh, pivot uh, especially with the things that you love, how can you pivot to, um, you know, still providing a, a service for your clients and, and at the same time building awareness for your brand? I guarantee you whoever pivots and, and innovates, innovates first, um, especially when everything sort of normalizes, um, those are going to be the people that, you know, those are going to be new clients. You probably end up having a new uh, service for your business. And mm. uh, so I think a lot of people that, that feel like, okay, right now we're just sort of in contraction mode and we're you know, was, we're like, okay, what do we do? What do we do? Instead of, you know, you got people like yourself that's already um, figuring out how to how to transition your, your business for um, for now the new normal. Uh, so, and I, I don't know when when things hopefully things are normalized here in the next month or so. But um, it's going to be a lot of people that are you know when we come back may still be in the same boat while you got other people that's already pivoted and already sort of created uh, more of an online presence and, and providing more services, uh, even even doing educational services like like yourself. Uh, I know I've started doing that and uh, I'm, I'm real big on education and teaching and I've you know started doing more online and virtual classes and um, and sort of offering, offering that out. I, I think used to, I, I used to be um, to where I would sort of keep information in or you know, people were asking me how I did certain things. You know, I'd be like, no, I don't, you know, I don't want you trying to take certain clients and and now I mean now like I said obviously it just you you have to develop yourself you have to you know um sort of get that awareness of feeling like um you know you're confident about who you are and your abilities and that takes time and um so now uh, it's one of those where I I want to give out information you know I want to help 
you know, other small businesses. Um, you know, if someone reaches out to me and I'm not able to do the things that I'm, you know, that they need me to do, I'm, I'll be sure to refer, you know, refer that person to someone else. Uh, or used to, I, I might be like, well, I don't want to lose a potential client. Right, you know, right. Like, Look, um, it's, I, I think it's, when you get into that abundant, abundant mindset um, and you get into that type of energy, um, everybody can contribute somehow. Everybody can be, you know, uh, you know, even if I can't help, I can, I can give that, that uh, uh, information to someone else that might be able to help that person. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, it's, this is one of, one of those where it's just right now, it's just uh, sometimes the, the media can portray certain things and that, that fear sort of gets, you know, ingrained in your, in your mind and you, you have to be able to uh, learn how to balance that out. You know, you want to be aware of what's going on, but at the same time too, don't let it derail uh, you from from what you're capable of doing. I mean, all of us are creative and uh, resourceful. Now is a great time to sort of um, prove that to be true. Uh, you know, if we, really, if we really believe that as our story, then we have to uh, act on that and be intentional. And, and at the same time, too, teach others how to do that, too. Um, yeah, yeah. So um, I definitely um, just to piggyback off what you just said, I think that it's really important to we see the possibility in situations, in our circumstances that we can't control. Yeah. And when you have that mindset of the thought process of, okay, what do I do now? Instead of like, oh, well, I can't, what do I do? You know, it's like, you know, you have to change your thought process. And in order to change that thought, you, when you change that thought, you change the feeling and then you create action. Yeah. And then action creates a result. And And I really believe that for me in this time, you know, I, if you would have talked to me, talked to race three or four years ago, even it would have been like stress, freaking out, you know, and I get it. Cause like there's worry. And then there's that, that feeling of just wanting to go into a hole and just hoping it all goes away. Yeah. And then there's the others that are being, you know, thinking of like, what do I do now? And they're seeing the possibilities and they're not indulging in that feeling of defeat or, or allowing them to you know, let this take over them. And I think that um, with me at this time, it's actually inspired me so much to help people figure out other ways. And even if you're not in the realm of wanting to teach or you don't feel comfortable teaching, you know, people your ways. And trust me, I was that way for a long time. Um, we have to gain that confidence and change our mindset. First, it does start in your mind. But I've also been telling people like, this is really a big time to build community, build relationships with your following. Because those people, I mean, they're people. You just look at the following and you see a number and you don't actually associate them with human beings. But when you really do and you really realize like who is following you and even if you have 100 followers, like 100 people is a, is a theater. Yeah. You're talking about a theater room of people. That's a bit, that's a lot of people when you really put it down into like perspective like that. Or even if you have 20 followers, that's a classroom right yeah. there. So it's one of those things where you got to think of it in a way where how, how, how do I build community? How do I build engagement online? How do, you know, and I also tell people, I'm like, listen, why don't you clean up your Instagram? You know, you can go over all those photos and repost those photos just to make them even more better to brand yourself even in a better light or redo that Instagram or, I mean, I'm sorry, redo your website or, you know, get better at your drawing, film your drawing, time-lapse your drawings, like things like that. I'm always trying to think of outside the box if, it don't, if you don't want to get into the education. But once you start doing it, it almost opens up other doors of possibilities where they're like, wow, I can, I can do that. 
yeah. well, maybe I can do this and maybe, and then, then the wheels start turning and then you just snowball effect into something that you never knew was possible for you. And I think that's so important right now for people. So it's, it's definitely for me, I'm, I'm always pushing forward in that direction and I want to be as the best. If like, I ask everybody in my DMS and I'm like, what can I do for you? Like what questions do you have? What do you need from me? Cause I want to create that. I want to create content around that. So you're getting as much value as possible. You know, and, and for me, it's like, I would do this for free. Like I would, I would help and teach people for free. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's like my favorite thing in the whole world is just to see people having an aha moment. They're like, ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah, yeah. I, I love that. Yeah, that is one of the, one of the greatest feelings in the world is feeling like, you know, especially when you, you start planting little seeds um, into their, into their minds and you, you know, you start giving them ideas and like, wait a minute. I can, wait a minute, I can do this, or I can do this, wait a minute, I can, that, that's when the wheels, when the wheels start turning there, that's, that's when you're like, oh, that's the aha moment, that's when you got them, um, and that's, uh, you know, even, that's the same with me, I mean, even sometimes I can get stuck in, in, in something, and, you know, once I get, you know, uh, an awareness from someone else, uh, it could be a person, a book, um, or, uh, you know, heck, sometimes it could be a, a podcast or something like that, and I listen to it, and I'm like, wait a minute, hold up, I could be doing this now. Wait a minute, I can do this. So I, I think sometimes, yeah, I said, people just feel like, um, you know, they, they look at our physical situation of what's going on right now and they see it for what it is instead of uh, seeing it as a solution to uh, to something else. Uh, the big, biggest thing I've always heard is, you know, whatever whatever problem has, you know, has arised, it could be, you know, something like this that's going on right now. Uh, it could be something in your personal life, uh, in your business. Um, that solution's already been made for it. So you have to figure out, you know, figure out ways to connect to that awareness of finding that solution and focusing on that solution. So whatever problem is already, you know, popped up, the solution's already done. You know, mm -hmm. you just have to figure out how to gain the awareness of of getting to that solution. Sure. Um, so, what is what's inspiring you right now? Um, I would have to say as far as inspiration, like I, I fuel, like I'm a, I, I be totally believe in like the create before you consume, but I consume a lot. And so like in my mornings I like work out and I, and so I want to make sure that I'm always creating first, but then when I give myself that time during the day, I listen to podcasts, I read like my favorite, I have, I, I love, um, personal development podcasts, all the way up to business podcasts, and even just, you know, all of the, what's in my business, tattooing and social media and things like that. So that inspires me as far as like soul food, that's like my food. Yeah. But then I also have people around me, like I told you, it's like my tribe is so small. And I think it's important to have people around you that are really smart and really pushy sometimes and really cheerleadery. And so like, I have all these different personalities around me that somehow I think they're if I were to put my personalities and shoved all these people together they would be me you know but they're all they're all a little part of me so they all you know aggravate me in one way and then also push me in another way and really make me super stoked in another so I think that that's also a big deal is um, community and honestly the biggest reason why I created inspired Instagram as a social media is because of that community I my students love our group coaching classes every week they love them because we get to come together talk about the things that sometimes we just don't 
feel comfortable talking about out loud sometimes. We don't want to admit that we're not confident online, that we don't like being in front of a camera and things like that. And so it's really just like a safe space. And I love building community. And I think that's so important. And, and you, like you said, artists, we like to be lone wolves. And sometimes we're like, and we feed off of our, it's almost like we're, we, we create from somewhere dark. Like we were almost taught to create from somewhere dark, like Van Gogh or Picasso. And you hear about all these stories of these art, famous artists and you're like, oh, I've got to go to a dark place to create. And I'm like, I don't believe that. I believe you can create with community and with abundance and happiness. And I just think that um, once you get on that, that mindset role, that can be like the whole game changer for you. And so I, I think it's really important to have like the community as inspiration as well as your core tribe. And then also just feeding your mind with the good stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, uh, creative tips. What is one creative tip or tips that you can provide our audience? Um, as far as I would say, as far as artistry, I would say definitely just keep being you, do you. You know what I mean? Keep drawing the way you want to draw. I um, I know that a lot of people have a thing when they go online. I would rather you go online and see other artists and be inspired to push yourself than go online and be comparisonitis where you compare yourself and then you put yourself down and you feel like you're not good enough. See, that's where I, I, I online being social media, it's, you know, there's that like fine line you have to walk. Yeah. But my creative tip would just be like, if you go online, you feel inspired, then go and get out there and keep on, keep on drawing. Cause like, that's, that's where it is. Or keep on doing what you love doing as far as artistry, whether it be in videography, whether it be in digital, whether it be in tattoos or irregular painting and fine art. So yeah. Um, yeah, I just say, keep doing that. Cool. The creative life, what would be your ideal creative life if, you know, you had that perfect 24 hours, money wasn't an issue, what would you be doing? Um, education, motivational speaking. I, um, I'm really pushing into my industry because my, my uh, particular podcast brand is, is about mindset and business mm -hmm. in the tattoo business and how to create a creative, um, really sound mind in order to live the life of your dreams in the creative world. And so I, for me, it's like, I want to teach mindset and business as a motivational speaking. And I want to have like a school, which would be really awesome to teach people how to tattoo plus give them the confidence to be online and give them tattoo business um, classes as well. Yeah. And I would tattoo, I would just cre create awesome pieces for people that I just get to do whatever I want and they just love it. <laughs> you know, don't we all want that? <laughs> Yeah, so that would be like my ideal day. Cool, cool. So as far as your, your podcast, what is, uh, what's the name of your podcast? It's called, um, so my, my Instagram name is The Art of Reese, and my podcast name is The Mind of Reese. So it's just basically me ranting and raving about how, and like tips and ways to get motivation, motivate you to keep on going if you're a beginner artist or if you're already in the business, like how to keep a sound mindset to not allow as tattooers, we're workaholics. Yeah. We, we see, and I'm, I'm sure it's with every creative, but in, in our industry, we see how crazy amount of money you can make in this industry. And, and with some so young, they stay in that young mentality. And I think that that confidence doesn't, it doesn't necessarily, it builds through their art, but it doesn't build here in their mind. Like they see that they do well, but they're very like afraid of it for some reason. And I don't know how to exactly describe it, but I would love to, 
I, that, that's, that's basically what you get out of that. But, um, but yeah. <laughs> so, so where can, where can people uh, find your, find your podcast? Um, you can find it on my website, which is theartofreese.com. Uh, it's under social. So you'll find, because I have a video podcast, which I post on my YouTube, but you can follow The Mind of Reese on um, Spotify and on Apple Music. Cool. Cool. Yeah. All right. So, and then how can people get in touch with, with you, uh, you know, get connected to your artwork, online teaching, podcast? Um, what would, you know, what's, what's all your social media channels? So basically, um, if you literally, you can look up my name, Reese Hilburn, you can put that in Google, thank goodness, I'm probably the only one and you can find anything. But if you go onto Instagram, it's the art of Reese. Um, my website is www.theartofreese.com and it goes through all social media. So even if you look up the art of Reese on Spotify, you'll find my podcast there as well. So the art of Reese, just look that up. You'll find me. <laughs> Right, cool, cool. And then um, any any last little uh, words of wisdom? You know, anything you want to share with your, uh, with our audience? Or your, like I said, we'll we'll be releasing this uh, even with your audience. Uh, yeah. What's that couple of words of wisdom for this week? I honestly, I think it's just keep being authentic. Be you. Find you and your, what you love doing, and just run with it. You know, you'll always be able to figure it out if you have the drive to do it. So yeah. um, just do that, and I think that then you'll find your way. All right, cool, cool. Yeah. Well, like I said, this has been another awesome episode with Freeze. Please check her out. I, I'm going to say best tattoo artist. In, I know at least in the San Diego, San Diego area, probably all of Southern California. Uh, please check it out. Ultra realistic work. Uh, I'm a big fan of that. Uh, my style personally, I'm real realistic. Um, so check her out. Check out all their, uh, our videos. Check out our podcast. And we'll put this all in the show notes and, and get that promoted. But um, yeah, always be in the, in, the, in the mindset of helping others, uh, even in the creative community. Um, there's, there's no competition. You know, it, it takes a village to grow. And, you know, if you want to, you want more, you're going to have to give more. So give out your knowledge, give out your wisdom, give out your insights, um, you know, and all that stuff, all that energy is going to come back. So uh, other than that, this has been another awesome episode. And like I said, well, hopefully we, we will probably have you and, and Logan on a, uh, on a future episode. There's, there's <laughs> got a couple of things that I, I'm working on. So it may be a, a group, uh, a group call, a group cool. video session. So uh, that, that'd be uh, very interesting. Um, but uh, other than that, be creative, stay inspired.